You getting one way or another. It's your ass, not mine. Welcome to Flyover Film Country. I'm Isaac Sims, and Walter's gonna have to bleep that out. I'm Olivia Clement, and I'm not really <laughs> sure how to follow that up. <laughs> I'm Walter Lyle. I feel like I went to do a lot of bleeping in this episode. Probably. Uh, I, I really, I, I intend for that to be the only one. But this is kind of big because this episode is the first time that Olivia has claimed the film that we're covering as a Clement family staple. And yes. my cousin Vinny, Joe Pesci, Marissa Tomei, Ralph Macchio. Great movie. Me, first time watching it. Walter, this was your first time yeah. watching it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Olivia, how many how many Clement family staples have we covered on Flyover Film Country? You know, that's a good question. I was thinking about that. I don't know how many we've, like, covered, but I know I've, I've mentioned several throughout the course of our time together. Pitch Perfect so, is probably the one that we like refer to and mention the most, right? Right. Yeah. But what's what's unique about this movie, which by the way, we're talking about the classic My Cousin Vinny. I don't know if we actually said the name of the movie we're co- talking about today. I think we did, today. but let's just say it again. My, my Cousin, cousin Vinny. Vinny. Walter, I'll t- my, my, my Cousin, 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 my cousin Vinny. Vinny. Yep. There we go. My, my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> my big, uh, yeah. big fat Italian wedding. My big fat Italian lawsuit. <laughs> what, what was it? Um, that's that's good. What was the one that you, the letterbox review? Legally Blonde for Italians, right? It was Legally Blonde for Italians. <laughs> can, you, can, can you read that real quick, Olivia? Hold on, let me find it. Okay, so I was looking at letterbox reviews, as I always do for movies, whenever we cover them. And there's one that said, this is what it said. It says, Legally Blonde for Italians. Marissa Tomei having to act like she was attracted to Joe Pesci was 100% Oscar worthy. She should have got top billing TVH. She carried this. Yeah, she, and, she and you know what? She so did. She, she did. <laughs> she did. She did. Incredible. Yeah, so this is, this is definitely a Clement family staple. It's, it's unique, though, because it's like the whole family. So my, my dad's family loves this movie as well and it's it's probably one of the few movies that we all as a whole family enjoy and and reference and talk about a lot um nice nice i couldn't tell you how many times i've seen this movie i've seen this movie probably at least a hundred times wow that's insane so so like there are different tiers to i mean and like every family has this it's either it's like me and my siblings that might be tier three and then sure. tier two would be like the whole family unit, and then tier right. one would be like the uh, extended family. Yes, yeah, this is top tier Clement family movie, which is hilarious considering this is such an inappropriate movie to watch with kids. <laughs> it's so offensive. <laughs> it's it's so offensive. I mean, it's just bad. It's just language. It's just language is that's, yeah. that's really bad. It's yeah. not crude. It's just like the language is really bad. But this is a movie I have been watching for as long as I can remember. Yep. Um, but you know, here here we are. Yeah. yeah. The crazy the crazy part is that no one in your family is even Italian. No, we have <laughs> Irish and Mexican, but no Italian. So, also, that was a big assumption on my part, because no part of you looks Italian, so I just assumed. I'm really sorry. Yeah, how dare you? Um, no, as far as I know, there's no Italian in in, um, in my family. So. Yeah, Walter, what's your heritage? Probably the same, except without the Mexican, so just Irish. Just Irish? <laughs> Is Lyle Irish? Scottish? Uh, let's either Irish or Scottish, yeah. What's your mom's maiden name? Kate's. Kate's. And what was the name of your hometown? And also, what was the first street you lived on? Uh, and Starboard, also, Starboard, Starboard Circle in Alabaster, like, Alabama. Oh, that was really funny. I didn't realize what you were doing. <laughs> also, I didn't lie just now. That was the first street we lived on. That was Maybe you should bleep that out, but not for no, inappropriate sake. Nobody else, for security sake. Nobody from yeah. my family lives in that part anymore. So it does. You can go if you want. You can look at the first house my family lived in when I was born. I don't Open care. up. And uh, what bank do you bank with? Um, just verify that. 
And your social security number is... I was about to say, let me start with my social security number, and then that'll help you understand the bank information a little bit better. That reminds me of the episode of the office, or not the office, Parks and Rec, where they're making cold calls, and you hear Jerry in the background say, well, I don't understand why you would need my social security, but I have it right here. And then he cuts. (laughs) Um, Olivia, is Juno a CFS, Climate Family Staple? Yes, it is. It is a CFS. But I think it's just one of those things for my mom and me. I don't know if it's something the whole family enjoys. My brother Uh did watch it with us a lot. I don't know. I don't know if he loves it like my mom and I do, though. What about the other one? That was not necessarily a CFS. It was a movie that my mom loved and loves to this day. Um, But it's not beloved by the whole whole climate family gotcha it's just a it's just a live dog staple it's a live dog staple what about so. napoleon dynamite oh that's a cfs that, that's also um, that's also an lfs a lyle family staple nice. that might, that's really okay. the only one because we're not we never a big, a big movie family in general but napoleon dynamite is one that my entire family can will quote till the end of time well this awesome. is kind of big because um that now that you confirm that, Walter, I can confirm that that's the first film that uh, of our schedule that I've looked at that we've ever covered that is a family staple for all three of us because Look my family us. quotes it all the time. Nice. Except you did a- saw it like three or four <coughs> times in college or no, in high school because it came out when he was in high school. Talking about Napoleon Dynamite, right? Yeah. Yeah. So no, y'all covered that. Tina, you don't confuse me. <laughs> y'all covered Napoleon no, Dynamite. No, that's why I'm so confused. Please let me talk. <laughs> Sorry, Walter. I feel like I, I feel like Olivia right now. No, I can't, I I can't get a word out. Or no, Olivia. Yeah, I was like, Isaac, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, no, I was mistaking when y'all gang up on me for when uh, you take movies too seriously. Oh, what about? I'm trying. I'm looking at her schedule. Oh, I what I was gonna say. You, yeah, my watch. My watch is talking. Sorry. Uh, y'all covered Napoleon Dynamite before I was on the show. Yeah, that's true. So, which is really rude, but it's fine. <laughs> what In about, my okay, defense, couple, I didn't know of your existence, Walter. That is true. I knew of your existence because I listened to the show. Aw. So there's a parasocial friendship. Has your have has your mom watched? Um, Res Dogs with you, Olivia? No, I haven't watched it with her, but my parents okay. do watch that show. So. Oh, cool. And they like it a lot? They do. Gotcha. I think that's, I think Napoleon Dynamite, <laughs> Juno, and uh, this film are the only like family staple movies that we've covered. That is probably true. Well, what about School of Rock? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I forgot we covered School we, of Rock. We love School of Rock. Yeah. Okay, so it's not for my family, but it is for y'all's families. So I'm I'm adding it. It's just fun. I love keeping track of things. Um, should you we do. just get this into is it? true? Let's just, let's just dive right in. Let's just dive right in. All right. Yeah. So for those of you who have never seen My Cousin Vinny, it came out in 1992, which was before any of us were born. Uh, just a twinkle. Nah, I hate that expression. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> you I, like, I, like, though. I like the self-awareness where you stop mid-sentence be like, nah, never mind. Not worth never it. Never mind. So, this movie is about two New Yorkers accused of a murder in rural Alabama while they're on, they're on their way back to college. Um, so, they call in the help of one of their cousins, a loudmouth lawyer with no trial experience, who the loudmouth lawyer is, of course, played by the, the wonderful, the just brash Joe Pesci. Unimitable. He's so good in this movie. This is the only movie I've seen him in other than Home Alone, so... I was You've like, have you not seen Home Alone? No. <laughs> well, I don't watch movies, Isaac. What, what, you, know, you know what my role is on this podcast. Even I... But here's the thing. Even I sought out Home Alone. Like, even though I didn't grow up with it, I sought it out. Oh, I was like, what do you mean you sought yeah, it out? Know, Everyone what, what, watched it as a child. Point, what point are you trying to make? I just <laughs> we'll talk later. Okay. Are you guys uh Walter, are you plagued with um 
allergies right now because we are like mid like spring has sprung and my family is dealing with it can you hear it in my voice no no i can't well not really (laughs) no because i I feel like i do sound congested right now oh i definitely sound congested are y'all both of y'all sound great but i only asked that because olivia said that she was not feeling top of the weather before we started so olivia what are your what are your allergy symptoms What, what usually hits you every year it's usually like massive congestion right here. Like my f- forehead feels like it just feels like so congested at the forefront mm-hmm. of my head. Um, ready nose. Mm-hmm. Uh, my eyes have been watering a lot yep. over the past like 24 hours, which has been really mm-hmm. annoying. Um, that's typically the extent of it. I think that's why I took a three hour nap yesterday. <laughs> That'll do it. Dude, speaking of allergies and naps, real quick, I'm going to derail us for half a minute. So I have a segue back into my cousin Vinny from this, so go ahead. Oh, cool. I love that we're planning out (laughs) the rest of the conversation in the middle of it. That's awesome. I love keeping track of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the... A couple months before Morgan and I got married, and this was during COVID, so our our wedding got sca- uh, scaled way down to just family only on her family's property in Mississippi. And so in preparation for getting married under this big tree um, on the property, which is very beautiful, we were laying a bunch of sod, like, outside. And so this was, like, around this time back in 2020. So it was, you know, March, April. Um, and... I was out. We were outside laying sod. We're out there for. A, you know, I was out there for like maybe a couple hours with them, and my spring allergies are hitting so hard. And my spring allergies manifest in very itchy eyes, like painfully itchy. Cannot stop mm. rubbing my eyes, like and SpongeBob blood red eyes. Yeah, yeah, basically, like <laughs> I, like I have the suds, and so I'm, I, you know, with the palm of my hand, you know, just just vigorously rubbing, and to the point where like my eyes swell up really bad. And so, uh, so Morgan's mom was like, I was like, I think we have some like daytime allergy meds, uh, like looks like daytime Benadryl or something. Uh, so Morgan go inside and like give him some of that. So we go in there. She's like, Morgan's like, I think you can take two of these. And I was like, okay, so take two of them with, I kid you not within like eight minutes, I was catatonic because <laughs> they were actually, it was actually not daytime. It was, it was, it was the drowsy version. Oh, yeah. And I, I <laughs> I'm telling you, I was like stumbling around the living room and Morgan got like a damp cloth to put it over my eyes. And I just laid perfectly still, perfectly straight on the couch for like two hours on her parents' living room. Less than 12 hours before your wedding. No, no, no. no. It was a couple months before the wedding. It was just. Oh, it was a couple months. Gotcha. Sorry, I forgot to mention that part. But I thought it was just, like the day before. That would have been even better. <laughs> <laughs> you were Joe Pesci like at the during the opening uh, statements. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> They're like he's like Finn, Finn. He like <laughs> what? Yeah, so that's that's my fun story about how my future wife tried to drug me. I did, so. I've done that before where I um You've drugged someone? <laughs> No, where Olivia, we all PM. have. Don't I be feel such like a prude. Done this, where they who, they take Tylenol PM instead of yeah, yeah, yeah. or Benadryl PM instead of daytime. Mm-hmm. Except oh, yeah. I took it before I drove from Northwest Arkansas back to Central Arkansas. Not great at night, oh, and I was no. like, man, I am so tired. And I made it home, <laughs> and I look at the package because I was cleaning out trash in my car, and I was like, this is Tylenol PM. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! How did could, you this could have been disastrous. Um, I have an iron will, uh, okay, and I like to keep track of things. So, <laughs> Isaac, do you like to keep track of things? Yeah. Speaking of keeping track of things, what's your what's your segue back into my cousin Vinny? What time of year is this, and what like are they going? Are they transferring colleges, or are they going home? This is. I'm thinking it's spring. No, 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 that's no, no. How, that's how I interpreted it. It's late summer, early fall. It's like September. It's like August or September because they're going to college. Yes. Is right? they were talking about like grad school? It seemed like they were talking about grad school. I just remember them talking about UCLA and then NYU. Yeah, so I, I feel like maybe it's grad school, but maybe they seem it might be really grad school green and yeah. like young. Yeah. Okay, but also think about how green and young you are at twenty-two. This is a great st- point. You're still very young. And yeah. It kind of makes me feel old. Yep. 
I'm going to be 29 this year, guys. It makes me want to throw up. Will you turn how old? You're you're 29 this year? I will be. So, but man, being 22 seems like forever ago. So far away. That's true. And working with college students, they are big dumb idiots. Mm-hmm. 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 Do, you, do you remember, Olivia, thinking in college that you're like, okay, like, that I don't think I'm like... you would be, like, framed for murder in Alabama. <laughs> 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 but that you were like, I don't think I know everything, but I feel like I've got most everything pretty together. Like, I'm doing yeah. pretty well. Like, I, I know what's yeah. going on. Yeah. 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 No, I, um, I've avoided Alabama because I was worried I'd be framed for murder in Alabama. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And specifically also, in Wazoo. yeah, specifically there. And also, I definitely thought I like knew like most things. Like I had it together mm-hmm. pretty well. And mm-hmm. then, and then I didn't. And then I was depressed for like two years. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, same oh, bestie, bestie, <laughs> bestie. Wow. Isaac, were you also depressed? Or that's been more the last couple of years, but um, for like yeah. different reasons. Um, okay, it's more like the weight of. Uh, becoming a parent, just light stuff that Walter's about to. I'll say, yeah, really cool that this is good encouragement. As like, <laughs> we're literally just a month away from having our baby. No, y'all are y'all are. Uh, we both we both are in similar uh, circumstances though, where our homes require like a lot of maintenance, mm-hmm. and it was kind of foolhardy decision to purchase yep. these homes, but yep. yet we're in this position. So. Dude, in today's climate. If you can buy a house whenever, if you ever have a chance to buy a house, you you need to buy that house because you will not be yep. able to do it otherwise. That's true. I, I will That's never true. be able to afford a house. Olivia, not with that attitude. Okay, not, not with, that with my paycheck. <laughs> hey, well, you know what? Let's let's just um, <laughs> so let's just let's dive right talk in. Talk about crypto and investments. Oh, oh my god. Anyway, you know That's what? what like, actually, let's, let's talk, talk about, about a time where crypto did exist, specifically nineteen ninety two in Alabama, in Wazoo, Alabama. <laughs> so okay, so I I'm curious. Like this is a like we've talked about. This is one of the most beloved movies of my childhood. This is a movie that that my family continuously comes back to we love it i love it it's it's always funny to me it cracks me up every time i want to hear what y'all's thoughts are on this movie i don't really care who goes first whoever wants to go first but i i do want to hear what your opinions are on this movie i want to know how old you were when you first saw this Mm. that's a great question I don't know exactly how old I was the first time I watched this. I would guess I was probably as young as like five or six. Nice. Oh, wow. Did your parents like try to censor and like fast forward through anything or like? That's a good question. I don't. I don't remember the first time I watched it in its entirety, but I feel like I do remember watching certain scenes mm-hmm. as a kid mm-hmm. yeah. um again it's one of those movies that my entire like the extended family also loves and so i was telling isaac about this when we were first like talking about whether we whether or not we should watch this movie my my great grandma gladys she gladys. would always gladys it's just a great grandma name powerful name. um it's a powerful great grandma name so she would always reference the scene where Lisa uh, Marissa Tomei's character is talking about hunting and she's like just imagine you're you're a little little <laughs> baby deer panting by the the water and you, your little you, deer lips yeah your little deer <laughs> lips and then bang some guy so she like obviously says a lot of bad words um just shoots you in the head you think you think that the deer is gonna care what pants what kind of- he's wearing? <laughs> <laughs> and then she would say that whole scene, like almost word for word, and then just crack up at how funny she thought it was. That's so funny. So Gladys That's was awesome. a character. Yeah, so, sounds like it. It's a bonding yeah. thing, you know. Show him I'm one of the boys. He's not going to let me look at his <laughs> files, but maybe he'll relax enough to rub his <laughs> so I can finesse a little information out of him. And how she like constantly, she ends up knowing the law better than he yes. does, like at every turn. <laughs> yeah, the whole like Marissa Tomei's whole. It's not an arc necessarily because she does like she's 
she knows what she's doing the whole time. Mm-hmm. But the arc, I guess it's the arc of Vinny who finally realizes like how useful she actually can be. Mm-hmm. Just a great, great, and then a great moment as he like <laughs> wrestles her away from the the payphone at the end, and then like <laughs> drags her into the courtroom and wins the case for them. <laughs> Permission to treat the witness as hostile. (laughs) 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 And then and then every time the judge just says something like, now, do you two know each other? And he goes, she's my fiance. And he goes, well, now I understand the hostility. (laughs) Guys, we got to we got to talk about Fred Gwynn. Holy like, holy cow. He him and. Uh. He's like three feet taller than Joe yes. Pesci. Yes, he's <laughs> six so five. Good. Wow, and he is like—I don't know—he's kind of the equivalent of like, like Morgan Freeman, I guess. Like, I don't know, just in terms of his face and his presence and his, and his like, voice. I know I've seen this his guy voice, in other yeah. in other uh, movies, but he is—he's like—I kind of feel like this is an unsung, you know, perform or. Um, this is a performance without which the movie like really wouldn't work. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the, the chemistry between him and Joe Pesci like work really well for this movie. And I mean, again, I don't know how it would have landed if anyone else had been playing the judge, you know? Yeah. 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 Very powerful. he's, He's really, really good. (laughs) um something i love about this movie uh going back to what you said like um just asking for our input on the movie since we watched it uh recently through the the eyes of mature uh 28 year olds and not impressionable young five-year-old i'm just kidding (laughs) um is this this is a movie that's this sort of comedy is very rare in the only other movie that I could compare it to in terms of its tone is, um, something wild, which is a Jonathan Demi movie, um, with Jeff Daniels and, oh my gosh, um, I hate that I'm blanking on her name, but just that it is, it's really funny, but it's also very grounded and like kind of, you could see it all happening, but it's like a little elevated, but then also very sweet and sincere. And especially in terms of how Marissa Tomei is grounding the -hmm. movie in terms of like, um, Melanie Griffith. I'm so sorry. Melanie Griffith. Ray Liotta is also in something wild. Um, but how it's like, there are stakes, like the stakes are whether or not they're going to stay together. Um, because she wants to get married after he wins his first case. It's hilarious that he had to take the bar six times and that, you know, like they're actually on trial for murder. You see the body, you see the blood, like it's all very real. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that it's going to be okay, but, the, but it also like, that was the, the big note that I made. <laughs> the movie works because he's messing up and messing up and messing up. And then finally, like the last quarter of the movie it all congeals and he wins the case for them and he wins it with, uh, with Lisa's help. So that was, it was just, it's very skillfully done and it's a sort of comedy that is just isn't made anymore because most comedies don't have stakes like this. Like what is going to happen other, right. other than like a, will they, won't they? Cause mm-hmm. most, I don't know, like most comedies are romantic comedies now and they're like, honestly, Netflix trash. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's like, like that's like my main thoughts on it. I feel like most comedies these days are um, just not as grounded. Like the the whole premise of all these like comedies within the past five ten years are like over like over the top on purpose, which is fine. Like you know that's one thing on its own. But yeah, you're right. We don't. I remember like about halfway through. I texted y'all halfway through <laughs> watching this movie. I was like, I love my cousin Vinny because mm-hmm. it's so he's <clears throat> at the risk of sounding like Harry Styles again. It feels <laughs> like a movie. Walter Lau's our finest film critic. <laughs> <laughs> I had and I haven't. Okay, I had. It's the same feeling I had when I first watched 
Wow. <laughs> name a movie. Name any yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> $20. Name a movie. <laughs> Ant-Man Quantumania. The... Gosh, no. why am I blanking on this? Nope. I feel like nope is kind of good, where my good, mind No, Good Will Hunting. Uh, when, okay. when I watched Good Will Hunting um, a few months ago, and it was the first time I'd seen it, and I just remember thinking, I was like, I just don't feel like they make movies like this anymore. And it's not a bad, I'm not saying that in like, all oh, movies, these, like, they really go back to the old days. Like, I'm not trying to be a boomer about it. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> there's just, like, there's just that certain era of movies just had a different feel than sure. what we have now. And yep. my cousin Vinny is such a good example of a, of a comedy that stands the test of time that yep. is also, like, an indictment of that era. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you watch my cousin Vin, you're like, okay, now I feel like I know what all like comedies in the mid, you know, 1990 to 1998 or so were kind of like. That is a great point. Sorry, I was like, I had to, I had to reorient myself. But yeah, no, that's a that's a great point because it feels singular and it feels like yeah, this is set in the 90s, Mm -hmm. but this is also like. It's it's a it's a, it's so it's good for so many reasons because it's a fish out of water. Like I love the comments they make about like I bet the Chinese food here is terrible. <laughs> like, yeah, which is probably true. <laughs> yeah, and then they're eating the grits and he scoops out like scene. the huge thing of lard onto the grill. <laughs> well, I guess okay. The grits thing. Uh, uh, this one thing I want to talk to y'all about because we are all born and raised in the South. Y'all in Arkansas. How y'all and feel I was about like, grits. I was actually born and raised in Alabama. I lived in Alabama for eighteen years and then lived in Mississippi, now live in Arkansas. And we grew up with this kind of culture, I guess, mm-hmm. um, you know, depending on, you know, there's, there's like lots of different subcultures within the South, but like the idea of somebody, a grown man coming down to the South and not knowing what grits is like a few years ago, like when I was, you know, still in Alabama, that would have been, I'd be like, okay, everybody knows what grits is like, how do you not know what like what it is or like the, like sweet tea where it's like nobody really drinks sweet tea outside of the southeast you know so it's it's you talk about the fish out of water thing it was done so well but not in a way that was like because a, a lot of these movies when they do a fish out of water with somebody from the north or whatever coming down to the south it's a lot of jokes at the south's expense and there were a couple mm-hmm. of those at, like at the very beginning when the boys first got arrested and they were in the police station like Alabama's like like they all like I'm not going to repeat. The clans, <laughs> yeah, they sleep yeah, with yeah, their yeah. sisters. There you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so like, there was like that was like really the only, as far as I remember, the only kind of like joke at the South's expense because sure. the rest of it was just like presenting Southern culture as it is. You know, like people eating grits, the pigs waking people up in the morning, the steam trains coming through, like. I don't know, like it just it did a good job of like showing Joe Pesci being really out of place, but not mm-hmm. in like a because he's better than than Alabama. It's just different cultures. I don't know. How do you all yes. what were y'all's <laughs> thoughts on that? Especially on here from Olivia too, who's watched this movie so many times. The decorum of the courtroom too. Like you're gonna yeah. respect me when you come into this courtroom. Yeah. And it, it, like in New York, the judge wouldn't have given right. a rat's ass about that. Yeah. So. I don't give a rat's ass. <laughs> yep. So, Olivia, Um, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I think that that this movie has... First of all, I think it's aged pretty well. Like, again, I think it does shine a spotlight of, like, what what comedies in in the 90s looks like. Uh, But it, it still, like, doesn't feel really... Like, there's no sexist jokes that didn't age well or racist mm-hmm. jokes that didn't age well you know um that would have been funny in the 90s but not funny today and so so i appreciate that about this and and i think it does i even like took notes as i was as i was watching this movie um and how it just like especially the first like the opening scene it really sets the stage for rural Alabama right like you see the roadside stands which you see in Arkansas you see in Oklahoma you see in any state in the south Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. I really loved the dirt for sale (laughs) because like I I see some of that around here and I'm just like yeah Um, there was there was one confederate flag which is like of course there was a confederate flag in Alabama right Mm -hmm. but that that's but it's accurate like yeah yeah 
Especially yeah. like I, I lived in Mississippi for seven years and I was living there when they finally <laughs> changed the state flag to get rid of the Confederate flag inside of it. So like and people there in the South very much hold on to the Confederate flag. So like, well, I get it. I mean, like it's their heritage. I don't see what oh this my is. Gosh. Oh, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> oh my goodness. Are we, so like when we're like 50, 60, 70 years old, um, and you know we're on episode 500 or whatever <laughs> will we have covered like every movie in which a confederate flag <laughs> appears actually you know what that should be our theme next year so in 2024 every episode we do the movie we watch has to have a confederate flag in it at some point at some point an indictment of post-civil war <laughs> southern <Yeah>. america <laughs> oh my <Yeah>. goodness <laughs> We're not yeah. doing that, everyone. I just, I, we're not actually. Olivia doing that. has to be the voice of reason right here. For the no, record, no, that was a that's joke. For legal it. reasons, it was a joke. So, for sociopolitical uh, reasons, yeah. Oh my goodness. Anyway. Yeah. Um, there, there are my notes. Okay. So, one thing I wanted to note. The downtown is really good. It kind of reminded me of... Have y'all seen um, A Time to Kill with McConaughey and Sandra Bullock? No. Really good. Um, The the courthouse is like a huge part of that movie. Like, Mm -hmm. huge part. Like, you're there. They're shooting on location. It's really, really good. And they are in this movie as well. So, that was the first thing I wanted to know is like shooting on location is like so good and you can always tell when it's kind of hodgepodge together the downtown is so good and it kind of reminds me it reminds me of so many downtowns that i've seen in the south because we do a lot of work in small communities in central arkansas or in arkansas and so it kind of reminds me of magnolia and then there was another downtown that it like kind of reminds me of downtown harrison um but how speaking, it's like speaking of the confederate flag yeah exactly <laughs> we'll let listeners go look that up they don't know what that means but the realty like there's always like three or four just vacant storefronts mm-hmm. yeah. in the downtown like that was, it was just like this is so real and so mm-hmm. lived in so i love i loved just the attention to detail i don't know that much about jonathan lynn the director if he's, he's like where he's from, but there was just incredible attention to detail. Okay, so he's, he like also directed Clue. Production design. Oh, he directed Clue. Yeah, nice. I thought Landis directed Clue. No. Have you seen Clue, Walter? I have. He he wrote. Did he write Clue or just direct it? Does that surprise you that I've seen a movie? I know he's a writer. Um, I'm just going to keep asking like whether or not you've seen things. <laughs> well, my answer is usually no. So I don't know if that was so, a surprise to you. Yeah, he directed Clue. Okay, okay, good. Well, then I, I was wrong. Uh, but you've seen Clue, right, Olivia? No. <gasps> oh, the tables have turned. Interesting. Clue I, is almost up there with like Blazing Saddles for me in terms of like one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. It's pretty good. Yep. I haven't seen it in a long time, but it's pretty good. Um, Wait, so Clue? We're talking about Clue? Yeah. Th- that's what I... You said you hadn't seen Clue. Nope. I said I have seen Clue, and that's why I said, are uh, you surprised uh, that I've seen yeah. a movie? Oh, li- oh, oh, oh. I thought you were asking what do you think just happened? Because I thought you said, I thought you said oh. no, are you surprised? <laughs> that's why I'm so confused. <laughs> what is happening? This is a chaotic episode. We need to get back on track. Every episode is chaotic at this point. I feel like it's gotten more chaotic. This is like more chaotic than our normal chaos, though. Every other Tuesday, chaos with us three. I'll bring it back to my cousin Vinny. So they're talking about the downtown. I also love the downtown. And and I also I just found out with you all that Jonathan Lynn, the director, is not from the South. He's from England. And I feel like. Olivia already said that. Well, I know that's what I'm. Oh, that's what I'm. Isaac, you got to check in a little more. No, I know. <laughs> no, that's why I said I was paying attention when Olivia said that he was British. So you I know, me it too. Like it was new information. No, I said I just found out with with you. Like Olivia oh, just told gotcha. us I that. I thought you said like I was looking it up, and I just oh, realized that. He was Should we just wrap this episode happening? up now? I think so. <laughs> we can, this is great. 
anyway, so there were two there are two huge pieces of um of of media that are are featured in the rural south uh before my cousin Vinny that I'm thinking of. One was to kill a mockingbird. Uh, set in the fictional town of, I believe, Monroe. No, Monroeville is where Harper Lee was from, Maycomb. And then the other one is uh, the Andy Griffith Show. Did y'all ever, did y'all ever into the Andy Griffith Show? I have watched several episodes of it. Okay. Same. Fantastic show. Um, mm-hmm. And it's set in the fictional town of another Alabama fictional town of Mayberry. And so I feel like, and I could be, this is just me completely speculating, but I want to know what, how he, what y'all's thoughts are that Jonathan Lynn, whoever else is making this movie kind of like took a lot of inspiration from those two things and kind of like, mm-hmm. but of course they were like set in older times and then set it like took Mayberry or Maycomb and set it in like 1992 yeah. 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 I can see that. Um, I think that I think there's a lot of pros of doing like a fictional town because because mm-hmm. this is not set in a, a real town in Alabama, mm-hmm. uh, because then if you do make any of the like jokes at, at Southern expense, it's not right. like actual people in that town right. that are getting made fun of. And so I see I can see where they maybe were like okay let's make a make up a town in alabama and uh kind of like these predecessors did Mm -hmm. and and go from there Mm -hmm. so i can see where those those two were probably inspirations for the town and it does i mean because it does feel like a a small town that you would see in the south right right it was filmed in jasper county central central georgia okay so yeah. So still filmed in the South. Cool. To uh, me, the because they're they're the uh, name of the town, the fictional name of the town reminded me of uh, Yazoo, Mississippi. I was, about, I was about to say Yazoo City is the yeah. name of the town. Oh, uh, Yazoo I, City. I've yeah. shot a wedding there, actually. It is nice. Yeah, it's in the Delta in Mississippi. A um, lot of lot of old money. If you get my drift in oh. Yazoo City. Yeah. yeah. Which a lot of places in the Delta are like that. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah makes yeah. sense. Um, the, oh, that's something I wanted to ask, uh, talk to y'all about. Oh, the, the other lawyer, the one Jim, that. Jim Trotter, the third, or. Uh, not, not the, uh, the, not the other, the the, George. Yeah, yeah, the other defense no. lawyer. Who is it? What is this? The guy name? who stutters. John yeah. Gibbons. Yeah. Is that who it is? Yeah, John Gibbons. Yes, yes, John Gibbons. He, when the mo like, I watch this movie by myself, and I don't usually laugh at movies or, or just laugh at comedic things by myself for whatever reason. So if I, mm-hmm. if I laugh out loud watching something by myself, like, that's how I know it was really funny. When he first opened his mouth in the courtroom <laughs> and, like, <laughs> couldn't get a single word out. It's and such he's, he's like sweating. It's such a it's such a simple gag that just worked so well because it came yep. out of absolute. You knew like, like I knew that like okay, obviously the movie is called My Cousin Vinny. He's gonna win, or it's gonna be some kind of triumphant story. And this other lawyer is set up like he's it, it's it's a it's gonna be a bait and switch. You know, like he's gonna present himself as like a really good lawyer and then he's gonna do something that makes himself look really bad. I don't know what it is, but I didn't expect just crazy stuttering. <laughs> so it was just, it's, it was so good. And it's so good. It's, it's, it's one of the things about, it's one of the things about the movie that's so good and why like the, the writing is just really good because the jokes are so seamless and in line with like, how the movie's being directed and blocked, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is which I, I really love. Like I'm thinking specifically about the scene where he sits down with them when he first comes down after um, Ralph Macchio is like asleep and he does that whole monologue where he his buddy <laughs> thinks that he's about to, you know, yeah. <laughs> the, that that is really funny and it, like the cuts are really good, the editing is really good. But then he's sitting with them and he's like, "So what? What's like your your experience?" Hmm. 
it's pretty limited. And then, he, and then he's like, but of course you pass the bar on the first try. And he's like, mm, no, second try. No. And it's like cutting it each time. Going. Like that is, that is like perfect comedic. The directing. line, the line for me six times was the charm. <laughs> yeah. So good. And the delivery like from everyone, not oh, yeah. just like yeah. Joe Pesci or Marissa Tomei, but like everyone in, in this movie just gives such great delivery mm-hmm. every single time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Even so Lane Smith plays Jim Trotter, the third, which is the the other lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. There were just so many times where he just would say stuff that just just the way he said, it, I was like, man, he is. All of these actors are just crushing their delivery mm-hmm. in these in these scenes, mm-hmm. um, especially like the judge too. Like he was cracking me up just the mm-hmm. way he uh, the scene. This another scene that like we always reference is whenever uh, Vinny says uh, these two youths and youths yeah, youths <laughs> and he goes he goes to what <laughs> and he's like two youths to what Dude. and he goes oh I'm sorry two youths just, he's like oh. just, it's just great just amazing when he when the his Vinny's suit got got ruined and he had to get like the KFC looking suit yeah and he walks in the courtroom <laughs> And the judge, the judge's face when he first sees it, it's so good. Are you mocking my court? <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, I haven't talked about the that like side, almost a side plot of the dude who who hustled Marissa Tomei out of two hundred dollars. Yeah. Oh they yeah, meet up, that's they meet so up good. like three different times in the movie, just randomly until finally Vinny just like knocks it upside the head, takes the well, cash it, out okay. of his hand. And I I died at that because like there's not that's like one thing this movie if there was a just like two more scenes of physical comedy it mm-hmm. would have been like a perfect movie for me but that's the scene where he punches him he, he Joe Pesci does this like diagonal like like, like a hot rod punch so yeah cause the guy is like so much taller than him yeah. the guy's probably like only like 5'9 but because Joe Pesci is so short he has to like like just like his punch up body, his like he has to almost do like a up. superman pose to like yeah. punch him yeah. Joe Pesci's five foot four inches. <laughs> oh man! And then I'm about like to I'm about to him. look that up real quick. I got I got to get like a still image of that <laughs> of that screenshot. Well, in, in in going back to like Fred Gwynn at the very end, the other like really funny physical comedy line deliver or delivery because he's got he's been held in contempt of court and spent like three or four <laughs> nights in prison. Is he thinks he's gonna be caught before? Lisa tells him that she had his friend in the clerk's office in New York City call and like put in a good word for him and he thinks he's getting arrested and he just yeah. like is standing really close to him and he's like towering over him and he just goes his hands, up. His hands up yeah and then he like the judge shakes his hand, his hand. <laughs> that's so good I yeah. just I just I found a screenshot of, of the exact moment where Pesci like makes contact with the dude. I just sent it in the chat. We should, let's like can we post that on yes. yeah, socials we'll when the it, we'll episode goes out. Honestly, oh I might just post it. No context on Instagram. <laughs> on our Instagram. I forgot about that. <laughs> I didn't notice the 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 neck brace dude is standing there just smiling at it. Because you know neck brace is just like oh, finally this guy's getting what he deserves. Oh, and I love that. I love that. In the, so, so there's two things. Like they're they're weaving throughout that. Like he is he has all the makings of like a perfect litigation attorney, but he's uh-huh. just like just got to break in. Um, that Vinny or no, um, Ralph Macchio tells tells his buddy, um, like he could he could tell exactly how someone did a magic trick or if they were lying or whatever he just like has this like innate ability to be able to catch when things are off uh-huh. and so that's like that that sixth sense is what you have to have as a litigation attorney and then 
And then the other thing is when he's like, in, they go into the bar and he's like, you fleeced my fiance, $200. Um, the neck brace guy, he turns to him and he's like, he's like, where did you have your fall? And he's like, in my own, in my apartment. And he's like, oh, okay. And he just like walks away because <laughs> yeah. he's like looking to represent him and like sue someone. <laughs> so, there's just such a good, like the characterization of everybody throughout the whole movie is paced so perfectly mm-hmm. like every every scene is just is just the perfect amount of time and it comes at the right time in the movie like the scene of them in the hotel room and the water's dripping from the faucet and the whole like back and forth that that Vinny and uh, Marissa Tomei well I, I'm just I'm, Lisa 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 there we go sorry uh so good and it like it's it kind of like and it in the final scene in the courtroom when she's giving her testimony, it like I immediately thought of the water leaking scene mm-hmm. where I'm like, that's like, I don't know. It's just such a good, I don't know. It's, I would say this is very close to a perfect movie. And I do agree with Isaac that if there was a little, like two more scenes of physical comedy would have been perfect. So, so good. Yeah. And like, Ella, I love that it's, it's a, uh, you can get away with him. Like, or, or that they set it up to where he messes up for the first like three quarters of the movie and it's just kind of gags mm-hmm. every single scene. Mm-hmm. Like even when when she's like um, she's in that very like stylish floral jumpsuit at the mm-hmm. cabin and she's mm-hmm. just kind of pacing and he's like, what are you worried about? And, he, and she goes, well, you're not you're you're effing up and I can't do anything to help. And I want to get married after you uh, after you. um like when your first try, your first trial, and uh, he like goes on that rant and like folds his arms, <laughs> and then she turns and she says, "Well, maybe it was a bad time to bring it up," and then it just cuts. It's so so she, good. Yeah, yeah, she goes, uh, "My niece is getting married. My niece. What about my biological clock?" And she like stops, and then he like yeah, he, he goes on his he little rant, and he goes, "And not to mention your biological clock." And then he, <laughs> she, and he stomps his foot too. Yeah, the- <laughs> yeah, and he stomps his foot too, and she goes. Well, maybe it was a bad time. Just, <laughs> and then it just—it's like the perfect amount of like levity and yeah. like actual conflict. Um, so good. Yeah. And then the the ending of the movie—that that is a perfect ending to the movie. Them dr- oh, yeah. literally driving off into the Alabama just highway, arguing, yeah. yeah, arguing about like what their wedding is going to be. Uh huh. So good, oh, man. It's so yeah. good. What, what does she say? She says. She says. He says, you always said that spontaneity was... Uh, was romantic. Romantic. Was romantic. And she said, a burp is spontaneous. It's not romantic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's like, let's go get married this weekend. And she goes, I want a whole wedding with at a church with bridesmaids and, bridesmaids, and flowers. Yeah. And then he so says, the, you said being spontaneous is romantic. <laughs> I got I to gotta hand it to... The other thing I wanted to point out was... Um, the sweater that Joe Pesci is wearing when they sleep in the car and then he slips and gets muddy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That sweater is so cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. I want it. <laughs> this is a very stylish movie. Oh, like, yeah. Every outfit she wears, I'm like, holy cow. This is yeah. like excellent. Yeah. Also, I think it needs to be pointed out. Marissa Tomei is so hot in this movie. Like, Oh, my gosh. She is crushing it the whole time. And so, it's just, dare I say... She's always been hot. She's always she's been still hot. hot to this day. Listen, and she still is hot. still hot, which is why hot when she squad. was in, she is, which is why she was in when she was into the Spider-Man movies. The only thing they could do, because for whatever reason, this is all they could do was just make hot jokes about her. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just talk about how but hot you know she what? Was. If you're going to make hot jokes. Go ahead. Finish it. Not a bad, not a bad performer to center them around, you know? No. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. So she. I mean, y'all don't watch it Seinfeld. would be a hyenas crime to do otherwise <laughs> that, that, that was the other line delivery I absolutely <laughs> so good yes hyenas crime <laughs> y'all don't watch Seinfeld do you no okay no. so there's one episode of Seinfeld where George uh, wants somebody uh, tries I think it's uh, the girl that Jerry's dating tries to set George up with Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei plays herself She's like in, in this Amazing. episode of Seinfeld. And 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 I've watched Seinfeld several times, seen this episode several times. And 
at this point, George is he is uh, engaged to another woman. And so he's going he's debating with himself on whether or not he should go on a date with Marissa Tomei or stay with his or like not, or basically not cheat on his fiance. And so he's while he's debating it, there's a scene where he's George is just sitting by himself on on this couch in his living room. And his fiance walks in, uh, you know, walks in the front door. And she goes, what are you watching? Is that my cousin Vinny? And, <laughs> and Georgie gets like super uncomfortable. He's like, yeah, yeah. And, and she goes, <laughs> and then his fiance says something like, then Marissa Tomei, she's fantastic, isn't she? And then Georgie goes, yeah, yeah, she's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then later in the episode, Marissa Tomei shows up. He ends up going on like he like a walk in the park with Marissa Tomei. And she's like infatuated with him, like in love with George until he finally mentions he's like because she's like, how is it a guy like you is single? And he's like, well, it's funny. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and he ruins it. It's so good. So, anyway, so I've always when we. When y'all mentioned that we're going to do My Cousin Vinny, I was like, I thought I get to watch that movie that they talk about in that episode of Seinfeld. (laughs) (laughs) That got got George all hot and bothered for Mesa Tomei. (laughs) So, yeah. No, she does look very good in this movie and still looks good to this day. So She does. You go, Marissa Tomei. Um, Something I want to point out is, like, the comedy is a very, like, Comedy and horror are largely overlooked in uh, like the Academy Awards, and so the in addition to being very good and to having Joe Pesci in it, um, Marissa Tomei winning the Best Supporting Actress nomination. Oh, did she? Uh, or award mm-hmm. is pretty like still pretty. F- people look back on it with kind of amazement because mm-hmm. I think I think it's like a. I don't know off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure it's the consensus by like people, like critics and all that stuff that it remains an anomaly that she won, but it's well deserved. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to point that out. I was reading the trivia for this movie, and it is saying that on IMDb, it was saying that um, a lot of people thought the guy who read who was presenting this award accidentally said her name and that's the only reason she got the oscar but as we all know just because mm-hmm. you misread who actually wins they will Doesn't mean immediately correct that right hashtag moonlight yeah so um but i i think people didn't think that she was gonna win because again co- performances in comedies and horror movies are so overlooked by the academy which is which is really unfortunate because those are very those are great performances yeah yeah because you have to like the way that you deliver a line in a comedic performance has like Mm. has to land perfectly Mm -hmm. in order for the the joke to land right Mm -hmm. um and you know same for for horror movies like it has to it has to be believable for the 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 scariness to to really land, you know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, Vanessa Redgrave was expected to win that year, and so people were like, "Wait, really? Seriously?" It would have been like <laughs> if. It, I mean, it really would have been like if uh, um, Andrea Riseborough had won for two Leslie. People would have been like, "What?" Like this year, so. It, it probably would have been like when Melissa McCarthy was nominated for Bridesmaids. Oh yeah, like if she had won for yeah, like um, if she had won. Could you ever forgive me? Yeah. No, oh. she was co- like she was actually nominated for Best Supporting Actress for, for Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. Oh, she should have yeah. won that. I forgot for about sure. that. I thought you were talking about. Yeah. The, no. Uh, could you ever forgive me? I forgot about that. Yeah, that would have yeah. been amazing. She definitely yeah, it would have been amazing. I can't remember who else was nominated that year. Madeline Kahn, this is this is 20 years before with Blazing Saddles, but Madeline Kahn was nominated for Best Supporting Actress in Blazing Saddles, which I think is really funny because that is a really funny performance. Who is she in that? She's the she's the main the main uh she's the prostitute. Oh, I feel so refreshed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so going back to Liz McCarthy. Here's yes. here were the other nominees for for that. Jana McTeer for her performance in Albert Knobs, which I don't even know what that is. Never heard of it. 
I'm not going to pronounce her name because I, I will butcher it and it'll be awful. But the actress from The Artist, which swept that year at the Oscars, mm-hmm. except for in this category, Melissa McCarthy, Jessica Chastain in The Help, and then the winner was Octavia Spencer in The Help. So, um, that not is to tough say, if you're going tough. against Octavia Spencer. Because Octavia Spencer was really good in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I have my own issues with that movie and like it's white savior complex anyway true but yeah i mean i think that it's hard to sometimes go and and octavia spencer's funny in that movie too she does Mm -hmm. deliver some really good lines in that Mm -hmm. movie but but not um, as funny as melissa mccarthy and bridesmaids here's the deal who's still watching (laughs) bridesmaids to this day lots of people how many people are watching my help not that many people no not that many people my mom um it's funny because Okay, I'll stop talking then. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was going to derail it, so you go ahead. Well, I, I, well, I was going to go on the help. I don't know if you were going to... I was going to talk, uh, about talk about Bridesmaids. Talk about Bridesmaids. You go first, and then I'll... Well, here, here's the thing. Um, <laughs> real quick. Tate Taylor did the help, and his... He... Oh, well, he ended up directing Ma, which I know people a lot really like. That's the Octavia Spencer movie where she, mm-hmm. like... People like that movie? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Did you see it? No. I didn't see it. Um, I didn't see it because tr- everyone I know who saw it said that they didn't like it. So, <laughs> Oh, gotcha. Well, I know some people do. Or maybe it's just the butt of jokes. Maybe that's what it maybe. is. Um, it's the butt of jokes. It's. Okay, I so think we'll people like it not in the same way, but in a similar, yeah, in the mm-hmm, similar yeah. way of like making fun of Morbius. Ah, uh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay, so we'll call Ma bad. The Girl on the Train, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Um which sucks because that's Emily Blunt and Justin Theroux. And then Ava, which is Jessica Chastain, John Malkovich, Common, Colin Farrell, Gina Davis, Yowen Gruffid. Terrible movie. I was like, how did they mess this cast up? <laughs> it's a so bad cast. There's yes. so many gingers yeah, in like, that oh, cast. Okay. It's like a Netflix movie. I haven't seen Get On Up. That's the one with Chadwick Boseman where he plays James Brown. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, that's, that's Tate Taylor's, uh, Filmography. So I just wanted to point that out. Um, what were you going to say about Bridesmaids, Walter? <laughs> I was just going to say Melissa McCarthy in the food poisoning scene. Oh, Classic. Yeah. I mean, unmatched. Iconic. <laughs> she goes, well, Iconic. I got to get off this white carpet. And she's sitting in the sink. It's coming out of the Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Look away. What are you doing? Oh, my gosh. That movie... <clears throat> so my senior year of high school when I was playing basketball I was still playing basketball at that point uh, I remember all throughout that year we were, we just referenced Bridesmaids like we <laughs> it was Pitch Perfect and Bridesmaids we referenced the entire time oh P- Pitch Perfect like owned like yeah yeah everybody was quoting that movie yeah yeah so we, we referenced those two movies constantly and my one of my friends my friend Paige she was like listen I know I'd be Megan in that situation and she absolutely <laughs> would be she would be Megan in every situation just like the most random stuff like stuff that you would be like N- how do you do that and she's just like she's she's just that funny and just yeah. that like amazing anyway um but should we all try to like figure out who was who and they were like Olivia you're Ellie Kemper's character and I was like ah do oh, I have to be? Man. <laughs> it's because I have red hair. That's it. That's it. That's the only reason. Ellie Kemper that's... is so funny, though. She is funny in that movie. But she, mm-hmm. I mean, like in that movie, she's like one of the lesser funny. But like, golly, I think about The Office and, and, and Unbreakable Commissioner. Like, oh, yeah. She's so yeah. funny. Also, no, what is she she's doing? funny. She hasn't been doing anything the last several years. I'll look her up. Um, going back to Oscar performances, uh, Oscar comedic like nominees. Juno, Diablo Cody won for it, which I know we covered on our Juno episode. Um, Bridesmaids, as we discussed, and Tropic Thunder. And I forgot that Downey was nominated for Tropic Thunder. Oh my gosh. Was he really? <laughs> he really was, yeah. Problematic. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Tropic Hold Thunder on. is so good. It's so good. It's a great movie. I also haven't seen that one. And famously, like, makes fun of the Academy for, like, Ben Stiller, like, with uh, the My Left Foot parody. Oh, my goodness. Ellie Kemper has been doing, like, animated stuff. So, like, voice acting. Also forgot that she was in 21 Jump Street. She was the teacher. The teacher who was obsessed with Channing Tatum. So good. 
Yeah. My favorite thing about rewatching Twenty One Jump Street is going, oh, I forgot so and so was in this. Oh my uh, gosh, that movie has so stacked. many, so many moments like that. Yeah. Who's the coach in Twenty One Jump Street? Rob uh, Riggle. Rob Riggle. Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Who plays the same character in everything he's in, but it works every time. It works every time yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> Rob Riggle's so good. My cousin Vinny. Does anyone have Just a cousin three- Vinny? What? Does anyone have a cousin Vinny? Uh, no. Oh. Not that I can... Well, there's a, um... Cousin Alex. Uh, cousin... In our family, there's... I don't there's, have a cousin with a name that starts with a V. I don't either. There, There's a... Cool. We have a cousin... Oh my gosh, what's it? Oh, okay, well, obviously I'm not gonna give his name on the podcast anyway, if I could remember it. Uh, <laughs> but he's like... He's like older than my parents like he's 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 like he's the cousin of our family everybody's like don't talk to him oh. <laughs> like he's got oh, he's got a lot of issues oh no like the cousin who will show up to like a, a family funeral like looking for a date you know what i mean like that kind of like oh. yikes <laughs> yeah oh my gosh what's his like name? he wants to date his cousins probably yeah ew is he like think- will ferrell's character in uh wedding crushers no. Okay. No, he's cool. he's more of an enigma. Also, because okay. I maybe I met him once, but like the stories I've heard about him, my mom's gonna be so mad that I can't remember what his name is, and she's she's gonna message me. Real quick, let me talk to my mom real quick. Hey, Amy, when you're listening to this episode, or Craig, my dad, if you can remember the name of that cousin, and then give me some stories about him, I won't give him on the, I won't give the stories in the podcast because that's those are family secrets. But I am curious to remember what they are. Thank you for listening. Okay, back to the episode. <laughs> the end of episode. Shout, shout out to Amy and Craig. My dad messaged me again after the cocaine bear episode. All he said was, listening to your Cocaine Bear podcast, immediately after sending you this message, I heard you start talking about how I send you messages afterwards and criticize or critique your editing skills. And then he said, I was not even going to say anything about the echo on this episode. (laughs) It was a funny episode. (laughs) That's what he said. Yeah. It's funny because we like went through a lot of... uh, preparation to make sure that the echo didn't happen and it still ended up happening it still <laughs> happened <laughs> yeah um any other final thoughts on my cousin Vinny? great uh first official cfs um yeah or clement family staple libya thank you and then we kind of retroactively named all the ones that we've covered as cfs's yeah. and yeah, lfs's and SFS's. olivia your family watches mr fox is a sims family staple mm-hmm um, thank you, Walter. I do think that our my family does watch good movies. Sometimes we watch really bad movies, like Central yeah. Intelligence. But every family has good moments. Yeah, like my, but it's funny because my... it's it's Dwayne Johnson and because he's big and Kevin Hart's little. That's why it's funny. It's yeah, right. <laughs> kind of like yeah. uh, Vinny and the Judge are yeah little and big. Yes, yeah. or Vinny and anybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, <laughs> including Marissa Tomei. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's like so much taller today. I'm out real quick because I can't think of other Lyle family staples. So again, to Amy and Craig who might be listening to this episode, if you can think signs. of any of those, your sign- dad will think this is funny that I know the science story <laughs> <laughs> where he scared me. But he didn't even know I was in the room. Um, yeah, I need to. You remember that Olivia, where yes. he screamed at his dad? Yeah. <laughs> he was fine. <laughs> <laughs> also, Signs is on our list because it's like 100% a flyover. 100% flyover. We have Can to we do watch it in October. Yeah. Ooh, yes. Yeah, yeah cuz we have a we have an open um yeah, we have an uh opening. open slot. Great. Um mm-hmm. yeah, so Amy and Craig, if there are any other Lyle famous staples movie-wise that I'm forgetting, please let me know. And no, The Birds does not count. Oh, you know, actually now that I think about it, it might count a little bit. What? <laughs> it, where's, the where's the Birds set? I've never seen it. I've, I've told you about the birds. How is it out that Alfred Hitchcock movie where mm-hmm. my mom? Well, I said in this episode we we didn't talk about the birds specifically, but I brought up the birds and I said that my my dad brought it home and was like, "Let's all watch the birds together, family." <laughs> and it like scarred us for a how little while. Uh, not old enough. I don't. Remember, I can't remember how old I was, but like definitely not old enough to like handle that movie. <laughs> and and then afterward, my mom was like. I take issue with that because I'm the one who brought that movie home. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. 
but like she's still my mom whenever she like the birds comes up she'll look at me and her, her she'll make her eyes really wide she goes Suzanne, Suzanne Pochette bleeding out on the sidewalk <laughs> stop 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 <laughs> Your so mom that, is awesome. I got to meet her she's at crazy. Uh, baby shower. Yeah, she would be a great. She would be a great guest. She, yeah, she would because she's an English professor. So she, you know, she she gets storytelling and stuff. So I don't know. Maybe we could watch a good movie that she would like and have the birds do it. And have dude, let's do the birds and have my <laughs> yeah, parents on this episode. One of my favorite things, which is probably one of the listeners' least favorite things, is how we often plan for our podcast. <laughs> we do last, that like, all the time. <laughs> like because last before. We started recording. Minutes. I was like, "Hey, let's like hang out afterwards and do some planning." And now we're just doing let's it. Just live do it now. We're just doing it. Let's, let's do it live. Yeah. Okay. Regarding my cousin Vinny, any final thoughts? Olivia, thank you so much for making me watch this movie. You're welcome. It's very good. Olivia, very much thank you for it. the op- for the opportunity or introducing the opportunity to watch this movie because hey, it was. You lovely. know what? You know, I I love to surf. You yeah. Know? yeah. 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 Our yeah. course stays serving, honestly. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening. This episode was produced by Walter Lyle. Thank you, Walter. Um, our music is by Corden Jocks. Our artwork is by Macy Lummis. Please subscribe, especially on Apple. Leave a five-star review. That helps us out a lot. And uh, please share this with anyone you know who likes My Cousin Vinny. And next episode <laughs> is you got it. Come I don't on. think we've just no. Okay, it's facing the giants. The yes, because that's actually we were gonna seven. We we're gonna do facing the giants uh, this week. Was this yes. the and then we moved episode? It back. Wait, is oh, right now? Is. Right now is the oh episode. Oh my gosh, guys! How did we forget this? <sighs> Happy one hundred. Because it was gonna episode. be facing the giants. <laughs> Keep it one hundred. I love. 100. I do love that. My cousin Vinny was the hundredth one. No, I, I like that it was a Clement family staple. That is much our better than episode. facing the giants. Yeah, so yeah. happy one hundredth episode, y'all! I've been when I can't remember what episode number I joined on. I don't it remember, but it was Shangchi numbered. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, we do. Hold on a second. Um, not that it Shang-Chi matters. Was last year? No, it was the year twenty twenty one. Oh, jeez, twenty one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't remember when that was, or what, what, how many episodes that was. But I feel like I've been a part of it for maybe not half of it yet, half of the the show's existence. Yeah, but close to it, maybe. We're getting close. Yeah. Okay. Um. Cool. Yes, facing the giants is next. Not a great movie, but it'll be a good episode. It'll I'm, be a great I'm, episode. I'm looking forward to that. Yep, it'll be a lot of fun. All right, we will talk to you guys later. Catch you on the flippity flip. On the Catch flippity you on the flippity flip. flip. And just remember that um, burping is spontaneous, but it's not romantic. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>